All right. Got a few things, Matt. Got a few things to chat about again. And it's that time, you know, where we get to get to spend some time to talk to ourselves, talk to me and you, and maybe someone else tunes in there every now and then. But, uh, you know, for me, this moment I get to share with you is also to help to help clarify stuff for myself and to talk to myself in a more sane way because there's someone on the other line, and his name is Matt Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah appreciate that. Absolutely. That's why we're here. So what we want to do today, Gino? Uh, so, so yeah, I want to, I want to, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of concepts floating around the internet and, you know, spirituality is really at a high point right now, which is on the, on the meta, it's really great to see spirituality come, come a little bit more up. And it doesn't mean that it's never been, it's never been this high before. There's been enlightenment periods all throughout human history, but now we're really getting somewhere with it. And as always, there's uh, there's downsides to such a such concepts that float around and become become very there's like the very accessible concepts and then there's like the actual concept and the accessible concept is a light version of the actual and so something that something that I, I run into every now and then is uh, kind of this idea of a quick fix that if you think about you know a quick fix in spirituality everybody's we're all kind of looking for this enlightenment or we want to reach these higher levels. We want to ascend, you know, and there, there's, there's problems with those terms. But, uh, but, but some that's happening now and perhaps it's due to commercialization that's making it so pronounced, you know, but I'm sure it's always been there in a way, is this kind of quick fix uh, market scheme that, hey, you just do a yoga and you're enlightened. Go ahead and, and drink some kombucha and do a DMT, and now you've seen the other dimensions and you know what the universe is about. You know, and, uh, and while these things can definitely help us on the way, enlightenment doesn't need anything else. You don't need to do something else. You have everything you need when you were born. And, and so... The idea that we can just use something or even like a diet, like, you know, hey, instead of instead of changing your whole lifestyle, just take a diet pill. You don't have to actually work out and care what you eat and pay attention to all this stuff. We can just take diet pills and save the time. And so I think, Matt, you know, this is kind of a beef I have is this quick fix. There's a. I've never talked to people in this office, but there's an office at the end of my hall, and they have, uh, I think it's like sound healing or something like that. I don't know if you ever heard about that. No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I haven't even looked too much into it, but about different sounds and vibrations, right? And I went to another place, this holistic kind of place, and they got the crystals, and they got different uh, machines that are going to work on your electromagnetic field. and and all these things are fine, and we need stuff like this, but at the same time, there's groundwork to be done that no machine, no addition, no supplement, let's say, all these things are supplement. And, uh, and basically, we should use supplements as they're intended to be used, which means to boost up all the other great work we're doing. So, you know... And even on Instagram, I'm finding this too, Matt, is about, you know, people are posting like, this is a 
bro, this is a weird thing that I don't know if you've seen yet. You know, women, and I'm sure there's there's probably men too, basically modeling almost nude. And then in the caption, they'll say, you know, reach your higher self by thinking positive every day and working towards the self you want to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which is like, yeah, that's a great statement. But then why are you showing us your titties are all out? You know, what do we need to see those two together? Was it just a gimmick so that I'll be on your page? And you said this thing that sounds really kind of ring some bells in my spiritual head. Is it really that easy that you can just do both those at the same time? You know, and I think, uh, so I kind of have this beef with a quick fix. and, And the easy path, as opposed to the long, slow, much slower, tenacious path which uh it applies in spirituality and other things too that we'll get into but you know enlightenment and ascension and all this stuff i don't really think i don't really think it's a goal or it's like you're gonna get to a point where you're like holy shit i am enlightened it's gradual it's over time it is it's the whole process of it and just because you understand that you have, let's say, like you understand that you have an auric field, this field of energy around you, and you understand that music can affect, is made out of vibrations, and you understand that if you throw music at your auric field, it can fix it. Well, it's not going to fix it if if our auric field is fucked up from the inside. If we're, you know, it's like trying to fix a, it's like applying a symptom. It, they can fix symptoms. The supplementary things can fix symptoms as opposed to critical problems. You can't just do some yoga and expect your critical problem of, or, you know, our critical problem, or let's say my critical problem of being really critical. That's a problem I have. Maybe not a problem with that. That's not my deal with being really critical. I can't expect yoga to just go ahead and fix that for me. Although it can help me. It can help. The other things that I do boost it up. It can help my trajection into that. But the yoga itself or the kombucha that I'm drinking to, to help me out or the organic food that I'm eating or whatever, whatever thing that comes up next is only going to help boost up the work we're already doing. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I want to see how you felt about that, Matt, about the quick fix. Yeah, so definitely hear what you're saying on that, you know, the Instagram posts or anything else or spirituality. Um, the get rich, get rich quick or the quick fix, right. get rich magic quick pill, quick. so many different, so many different things. Um, that's something that, you know, it's no surprise at the end of the day why that exists. It, it definitely taps into human nature. Mm-hmm. Our baser instincts were evolved to want our minds and bodies, our biology even is, you know, wired to, um, wants to expend the least amount of energy to preserve itself. So it's definitely, and I'm not saying it's right at all, but there's a reason why, you know, the five minute abs or whatever, all these (laughs) other things exist and will, you know, always exist, you know, get the liposuction, whatever, Mm -hmm. as opposed to do a clean diet. So, you know, it's understandable why it's there, but at the same time, I still think that's all the more all the more reason why it's important for us 
you and I mm-hmm. and, and any others to, to be aware of it because it does tap into these primal instincts that we have and yeah, it's kind we have of to fight against that because instincts. yeah it's um because we now live our bodies are programmed from many many thousands of years ago or way longer than that and mm-hmm. uh we, we live in a very different day and age now so it's very dangerous for that quick fix and um but really it's important to realize what it truly takes to uh, get mastery to build competency in any skill whether mm-hmm. it's spirituality enlightenment you know getting strong whatever it is um it's important to realize that but then not get discouraged and understand that the process the journey is intended to be one that's a bit bumpy it's not always going to be smooth sailing it's right. not going to happen overnight right. you'll plateau you'll slip up but that's just part of the process so um it's important to just be realistic about that because if you're not then you're i think you're you, people set yourself you'll set yourself up for you know, dissatisfaction you'll Definitely. look at that you know instagram model and say oh she's got everything she seems high conscious or whoever or anybody's talking mm-hmm. about that stuff yeah and, and then I, you're going to be discouraged yeah and i've, I've uh, set myself up for that too and you know i consider myself very advanced and i've had ideas when i first started getting into a lot of a lot of much larger concepts and esoteric concepts that uh that I'm just going to get to a point where I learn something and then I just like teleport out of this universe. And <laughs> I fucking thought that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's funny to That's laugh it, at it done. now. Yeah, I'm like, boom, it's done. I'm out. I just did it and I'm gone. And I, I was like really thinking that could happen because that was kind of the concept I was picking up off of from whatever I was reading about. That's, that's what ascension sounds like. Ascend, you know, to get the hell out. And, uh, but, but then I kept waking up every day here and I kept waking up here. And even if I got super advanced, I kept waking up here and I, and I had to tell myself like, there, this isn't like a thing that you can, it's not like, I guess I, I like what you said about the economizing or that we want to spend the less energy. It's not something, and this is the difficult part of mastery. There is no amount of energy you have to spend that's required it's not like hey if you spend this much energy you're going to be a master that amount of Mm -hmm. energy is always expanding and you're there's no definitive amount of it like we cannot quantify it it's not like if you run one mile and i guess that's like the idea about the quick fix is you can give very quantifiable thing and make it a goal as opposed to a process and i used to think that i used to think like Okay, I'm just going to learn this knowledge. I'm going to learn the secrets of the universe. And then I'm just going to disappear from the fucking universe because I learned it. And I didn't do that. And I always catch myself still thinking about that because I got a huge imagination, you know. But I like what you said, you know, we're built up over time to want to spend that least effort. And it's something we got to battle against. And I really dig this concept of, uh, you know, maybe you could take this further too beyond just spirituality, which is a great thing, but there's other things in the world too, like you said, mastery or like a craftsmanship or even even physical fitness, health, you know, how does that, how does this like quick fix mindset, how does it play out in those, in those uh, avenues too? Yeah, I mean, it absolutely plays out in many things. This is, this really is just a core foundational like law or truth. Hmm. That applies to anything, whether it's spirituality, enlightenment, or very, very practical day-to-day type things or minor things. Um, and 
you know, one thing I wanted to say is I liked what you mentioned about goal versus process because mm-hmm. the goal sound it, goal sounds nice because it, it seems like you then arrived like you, right. you've you've used the you've beaten the level you've done you've gotten the amount of XP required mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's it and then you're there and that's a very it's a very uh very appealing fantasy but it, again it's not it's something that could set you up for disappointment if you really put right. too much stake in it because in the, the day you can always improve there's always more things you could do or you may have to main, expend energy just to maintain that high level it's mm, not just because i used point. to think something very similar um when it came to like personal development stuff i thought you know even as of just a f- three years a few years ago when i was in the personal development stuff i really understood i was really appreciating the mastery process mm-hmm. and, the, and the journey and how it's bumpy and that was very nice but it, i still had in my head like oh one day it's just the, the light switch is going to flip on i'm mm. all of a sudden not going to procrastinate right. or i'm right. all, all of a sudden going to be i figured it out i'm good and, and you never uh, got to go back to all you know, that stuff exactly right, yeah right. and i used to think that so um it's definitely mm. a, a nice appealing fantasy and it doesn't mean you can't try hard it doesn't mean you can't get yourself in a place where you don't have to struggle every day just to maintain mm-hmm. by any means, but I think it's important to realize there's no there's no finish line where once you cross it, that's it, and right. that's and then you're done. Right, and I think that's where your... the quick fix is is like teasing us. You know, here's the finish. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that it, it gives like that indirect message that subtly about it implies other things like that. It's not so it, it can be very dangerous to start buying into that because it can then warp how you view, you know, much larger things. Yeah. Um, beyond, you know, getting abs in six minutes. So So what do you think um, is But other than Yeah, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say just to tie it to other things, I mean th- this principle just applies to so many different things where you have to realize what it takes to truly get great at something or even or proficient. And it's just like any other skill. It's gonna require practice, mm-hmm. studying fucking up making mistakes you should fuck up and make mistakes and um which by the way i don't want to lose because then i'll like to share more about why this is a really good thing to to realize but um you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna have to learn um and that's all part of that process to grow you're gonna it's not gonna be a completely positive upward line or trajectory it's gonna be bumpy zigzags Mm -hmm. and um that's totally fine because there are plenty of benefits when you realize that one is you you have realistic understanding of what can be done, but you also right. realize that, hey, I can do that. It's not something that, oh, these other people have and I don't have. Sure, it's going to require a lot of work. Might be could be painful. It could um, you know, take a long time, mm-hmm. but that's okay because when you realize that, then you know that uh, it's possible. It, for, for the majority of things, it's, it's possible right. for like, me I'm on the ride, to do. I'm getting there, and that's, and that's it. That's all I had to worry about. I didn't have to worry about when I'm there. It's like I'm on the ride and I'm going to get there. Yeah. And I think it's there's so it's so many different like paradigm shifts when you really understand and, and truly internalize that because hmm. it includes a few different things. I, I think there are a lot of benefits from this. One is you, I believe you stop comparing yourself so much to others. You end up just comparing your, to yourself mm, like who like you were yesterday. Right, right. Right. So you end up just comparing. It's that growth mindset, um, which is a very popular topic in you know, corporate America at the moment. But I think it's a, a good thing. It's <laughs> this idea of, you know, things aren't static. You can grow, you can learn, and you're comparing against yourself. Mm. Um, so I think that's good. Um, 
you also then appreciate the quote unquote pain or the failures and you see them for what they are. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not inherently bad. They can actually be very good. So obstacles, adversity, struggle, right. you then realize, oh, this is something that's hardening me or it's building character or it's teaching me a valuable lesson. Right. I'm just so in you the start reps. to perceive that. Right. You perceive that differently and you see it for what it is, which I think is healthier. And then the last thing that I can think of right now is the, which we've talked about previously, is the self-love. Mm-hmm. Self-love, I think, is a, a good tool or mindset that goes very well with this in terms of facilitating mastery and progress because right. you then, again, you're just, you're appreciating yourself and where you are. You're not looking into absolutes or saying, oh, I'm, I'm here, but I'm not there, or I'm, I'm not like this person or that or where I should be. Mm-hmm. You end up just having love for the fact that as long as you're walking on the path, yeah, if you fall off the path, you get back on the horse and you, you get on it again, then mm. I think there comes a natural self-love when you, when you realize that, hey, you're just trying to better yourself. It's not going to be pretty, no fairy, it's not always going to be a happy fairy tale Hollywood type shit, yeah. but, it's, uh, yeah, really, but it's good. It's real. I really dig that because, uh, because you're right. If we can focus on, like, uh, you know, those are great three points. And if we can say, if we can say, all right, instead of I'm worried about Where's this destination? Where's this goal? This check mark at the end, uh, and and I I don't want to get too cliche and say it's all about the process, but then we're like, I right, well, what can I focus on? Since it's not just a goal, every day I can focus on a little bit of self love. Like, hey, I love the fact that I'm not good at this shit yet, and I love the fact that I practice drawing even though I'm not good yet, uh, but I know I'm gonna be good because I'm practicing and I'm keeping it moving. And I'm doing the groundwork. I'm making sure that I that I understand that I understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, or uh, or I just keep on doing it whether I don't know those things, but I keep on. And and self love, I think self love gets in a little bit something else too, but in that way of being able to say, okay, this is my progress towards myself, or or this is the progress I've made in comparison to my old progress is way healthier than saying uh, external love. You know, this guy did this shit in two years and I'm a pile of shit because it's been five years and I haven't done anything. You know, that's that's dangerous and that's difficult. And we're going to do that no matter what too. So we're still going to have some of that. But if we can cultivate self-love, which love is also, you know, side note, Matt, love is something that we're going to have to dig into that word because that's also a... For me, that's a that's a word in contention. Uh, but I've been thinking about self love, and it's something that it's a challenge I had because I'm really critical with myself. I like I, I challenge myself a lot, a lot. You know, very very stringent, and um, and at times I would see I would see that I would get pissed or I would get upset or maybe beat myself up because I wasn't at a certain level. Because I wasn't practicing, you know, for example, like my energetic work or meditation. And I would get kind of, I would beat myself up because I'm like, damn, man, I didn't, I didn't meditate, you know, I only meditated twice this week and I should have done it three or four times. What's going on, G? Like, what's, what, is it because you're distracted? What are these other things? Like, should you cut this other stuff out? You know, and I would really beat myself up. Uh, just, just trying to be, just doing things that I knew were better for me. And as I'm getting older, and I'm and I'm doing it more and more, it's 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 more important I find out 
that I'm keeping at it and I'm keep on doing it. And even if I get away from it for a period of time, I know I'm going to get back to it. And that fact of getting back on track and always being excited to be on track, even when you're off track and enjoying the fact that you're off track, knowing that, well, I'm going to get back on track though. And I'm ready for that. And I'm prepared for it. You know, I think that's where self-love is more about that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, for sure. You know. And uh, to tie it to another thing that we talked about on the last uh, episode, I do think this also, at least for me personally, you, you can chime in as well, but I, I do think this paradigm shift or in perspective that we're talking about, it, it also helps with presence because, again, you're not immediately thinking about the end result mm, where you point, were so much. You're just remembering... Yes, you spend some time thinking about the future, like, hey, how do what's that roadmap? How do I get there? Right. And from time to time, you may need to evaluate how you're doing, might need to adjust. But when you have that plan, you end up just, you know, instead of looking up all the way at the mountain, you're just focusing on the the, the step in front of you, mm-hmm. and you just you, you just say, okay, well, as long as I made my progress today or in this moment, that's a good point, and that's the only criteria that matters. Yeah, so, that's a great know, point. Made my progress today. Yeah, and I I really dig that because that's what. I had to do that in order to not be so hard on myself. And I would say, you know, uh, I would be like, damn, I didn't meditate four times this week. And, uh, well, it's actually a miracle that I'm even meditating four times. There's a fucking car horn. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's even a miracle that I'm meditating once a week. That's great. That's progress. That's that step that I should take for the day. And, And I would love to meditate eight days a week if it's possible, but uh, to be able to say like, okay, check in with myself. Where are we at? I'm good. We're really good. We're really far right now. It's okay that at this moment, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm like, like you said, walking up the mountain, but this moment, I'm kind of crossing a river and I'm not making a lot of progress up the mountain, but I do got to get over this river actually. And uh, it may take me a week just to get over it. And I didn't make any horizontal progress but i did make progress on the whole thing of the journey up the mountain you know and being present is like Mm -hmm. damn i gotta deal with this river right now that i would like to be walking up the damn mountain but now there's a huge river in my way and i need to maybe i need to walk down the mountain actually to find a better part of the river to cross and then walk back up so i can't beat myself up about the fact that I have to, what seems like going backwards or kind of getting into these lower forms, uh, because in the whole, my goal is still the higher, the getting up to the mountain, you know, and I can't, mm-hmm. and I definitely, that is presence to be like, here's my challenge right here. I'm not upset that I'm, that I'm not at the mountain yet, because right now I got a challenge I got to deal with right here and now. And uh, let me just deal with this one step at a time. Yeah, and the, um, in, in terms of some other things for us and whoever might be listening um, to keep in mind is that um, it really it it really is good to have the actual legitimate like mastery or or um, mastery or a goal or whatever it is like having a legitimate foundation that it's built upon as opposed to the superficial or shaky shakiness where you may seem like you've accomplished enlightenment or you've ac- accomplished this craft but you're you're phony because you you have a weak foundation because you mm. you cut corners you took that you don't uh, want no one 
you don't really want that because that that's not good either. You want the one where you build the foundation over time so that it's unshakable, it's right. unwavering, and it's legitimate. It's real. It's real and solid versus kind of that crappy foundation that can fall apart. You, you don't want to do that good because good point. that's just not good either. You, you feel like you're disingenuous. Hiding, you have to hide something, right? And um, I think that you don't. There's a internal satisfaction when you feel like you've done it, quote unquote, right um, yeah. over the long term. I agree, and this is something that one of my uh, one of my old uncles would always do, and my little brother, rest in power to both of them, actually. And he uh, he had a little creek in the back, and he had to build a dock, and he was going to build a dock. He had all the wood already there, and there was also some other pieces of wood that were already kind of they were like. They were something else before, maybe a deck or something. So they were built in these kind of like four by four squares. And my brother was like, look, why don't we just take these squares that are already here. We'll slap it up. And then we got the deck. We got the dock over there. And my uncle would say, that sounds like the best solution. That sounds like that is the right solution. It's quick. That's what we can do now. And that's why I don't want to do it. And he would mm. wait until a better solution came, until he thought of a better solution. Even though he had one, he knew that just because it was the it was quick one, that that's what he didn't want to do. Because he wow. wanted to really make it a thorough thing, you know, and uh, and it was great for my little brother to hear that because he was always you know pretty a quick guy, and I I think, I think just in general when we're younger we're quicker to get to stuff, you know, which makes sense, and to tell someone like. If you were to, if you, you know, if I were to ask you, Matt, hey, make a drawing, but think about it for a week first. It, you're gonna be like, I just want to draw this shit. Like, what the hell am I gonna think about for a week? It's a, it's like a pen and a paper. How much is there to think about? And then if you did actually do that, you realize, holy shit, I thought about everything about this lead and where the lead comes from and what it looks like when it falls apart and how to sharpen it and how to how it falls on the paper and what kind of paper I have. And like, is the paper light color or dark color? Maybe the lead is light and the paper is dark. And what happens if it's in different... And you actually find up all these things that, that, that you might not have thought about before, but when you thought about them for a week long before doing it, they start to come up and you're like, whoa. And those are that fun, those fundamental parts that you're talking about, that they're not really obvious. They're, they're, well, maybe they're so obvious that they're like blunt and straightforward. And we, we, uh, maybe because they're so straightforward, we want to just kind of check it off the list. Like, oh, it's already done. It's right there. Paper and pen. I'm going to draw. That's it. That's done. You know, as opposed to being Mm -hmm. like, well, what's really behind this paper? Like, what about the light? What about the texture of the paper? Is it thick paper? Is it thin paper? Can I, you know, maybe it's too smooth for this pencil and I need a marker. And, uh, and, and, and that kind of element of time or, like yeah, letting the process ev like un unflower. What now? What the hell is it called when a fl- bloom? Bloom. Le- yeah, letting it bloom a bit is that's when we can get to mastery. Is like I find it in my art too, where I'm de- designing something and developing something, and there's a definite period of me drawing it. I drew it so much that I need to actually leave it alone, and I need to just like get away from it for a period of time. And in my mind, maybe like a week or two weeks later, I'll just wake up and be like, holy shit, that's what it is. And I just wake up and I have to draw something really quick in the middle of the night. And I've had that happen for all my great designs, where 
you know, I put in the foundation of it, of like trying it from this angle. What's that angle? What's this detail? What's that? And doing so much of that, then I had to let that sit. And even if I wanted, even if it, you know, I wanted to see the finished design and get to building it, I actually, I actually had to let those ideas settle amongst themselves and let, and even in architecture, this is a concept of, excuse me, letting the foundation settle because a building is very heavy and we're going to put it on dirt. That dirt is actually going to compact over time. So the building is going to sink down. So we have to, we should design in a way that accounts for the weight of the building changing the environment that it's sitting in. So all these advanced ideas we have in enlightenment and all these high-minded concepts that, you know, were connected through an etheric network, it's like, that's a concept that's really good for us, but how does it settle amongst the soil in the rest of our world? And sometimes... Mm. Sometimes we need to give it the space to settle because otherwise, if we try to do it really quickly and put a four-story building directly on the dirt, it might ruin the soil around it and damage other buildings around it accidentally because it took out more water and then the water was pulled from underneath of that building, the soil decompressed, and it collapsed. So there's also like literally letting these ideas settle into our brains and uh, that's really the hard part. It's not that knowing the concept or not is hard, because you can find people like us talking about it, books being read about it, people throughout time have been talking about it. So clearly, the, the, what, the what we need to know is not the hard part. The settling is the difficult part. The, the being present mm-hmm. with it and letting, you know letting all those things sink into a way that we are, we've internalized them, that is the super difficult part, that there's no formula for how to do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And um, I like how you said how it could affect like other foundations around the area, mm-hmm. because I can see how that can spread. You know, if you, you cut corners in one area, you know, th- you could maybe do it in other things. And I, there's like a little saying, it's like how you do what, how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm. So I think it kind of ties to that or just sort of this notion of um, you want to be able to follow this principle in many, many different areas and not, right. not try to be hollow or shallow in, in certain others because that could then have an effect, residual effect. Um, but I'd say mm. just to kind of wrap this up, I really liked um, this notion because it's something that, again, it's go, it goes against what mainstream media and society culture and what our biology would desire which is Mm -hmm. that quick fix right the magic pill who wouldn't love that but and it's important (laughs) to realize that that's not a good thing because right um again you want we to the point about having a solid foundation that's critical and it means you've really done it legitimately Mm -hmm. and um there are a lot of things that can happen when you enjoy that process again you don't compare yourself to others you're more present you may have more self-love and compassion for the journey and you're on, you and you something see, quote, that's unquote, bad things is good. Yeah. Right. You know, it's going to be right. like you built it up, and it's going to last because it took you longer to build. It's going to last longer also. And that's something, mm-hmm. that's maybe something that doesn't get talked about a lot in, the, in, the, in this uh, esoteric world is that, like you said, 
you, you know, we think we just get up to this level and then we never have to deal with those things before. I'm completely motivated from now on forever and ever because I did all this work. You know, we want to make it so that the, the training of mastery is, is not so that you'll get to that point and you never have to look back, but you'll get to that point and every time you have to look back, you'll know how to look back properly for a second and then keep it moving forward. You know, the, and that's the longevity of it, that we need enlightenment for the future as opposed to right now. We need, we need these skills mastery for later on, not for right now. And we're building it up now so that later on it sticks around. Yeah, I really like that. And that sort of ties to this thought that just came to my head in terms of how you and I and others could start practicing it is mm. just start small is just start trying to do many people probably already do it, whether it's the gym or other hobbies. It, you know, this isn't something new, but mm-hmm. I would say like just what? try to intentionally pick something um, to work on and really just try to see it for what it is in terms of how you'll get there right. and not be so obsessed about the failures or the final destination. And I think when you can do that, that's how you start to really internalize it. You start doing that more regularly and you start having that mind, you start living and internalizing that mindset more often than not. Yeah, and I think that's how that often. foundation settles. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and I think that's something too, really quickly is just, be, by exposing ourselves to it more and more often, we're going to be more likely to stick on to it, to have it last for a long time. If we want the quick fix, that's a short exposure, meaning we don't want it to last. We just we, we want to be around it for a second and we're uncomfortable. I just want a little bit of enlightenment and then I'm going to go. I just want to know how to build one bench really good out of wood and then I'm going to just go on to metal or something. No, you got to be exposed. You got to stick around there to really feel what's happening. Hmm. Well, that. that's nice awesome man. well yeah i think this was a good one this is a very important foundational concept and something to just view in so many areas of life obviously we talked about spirituality was sort of what how this came to your mind gino but mm-hmm. again this applies to everything and it's so interrelated to presence which we've covered a bit in the last recording and mm-hmm. then self-love which we'll talk about again in the future and um, I know somewhere in the recording, Gino, you mentioned there were some other topics that we'll continue to delve on, oh, but yeah, we got this it. is one of those foundational things that's so important, so I'm glad we were able to kind of lay that out, Definitely. and uh, perhaps we'll revisit it in the future, maybe share more personal examples of how we're tracking against it, but that sounds good. Um, again, this was a great reminder uh, for both of you and I, for sure, and anyone else listening. Dig it, man. All right, well, on to the next recording, and... Uh... You know, enjoy the rest of your evening, Matt. Always a pleasure. Always a always a a gift. And I'm I'm grateful to even be able to speak English, you know, and let alone speak English with a guy like you. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. Yes, sir, brother. All right. See you guys next time. Peace.